Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy New Year. It is officially 2023, and welcome to Goaltending, where your why is bigger than your excuses. I'm your host, Will Bland, and today we're going to be talking about the five-step process to goaltending. But first, thank you. Thank you so much for joining today, and thank you for allowing me to be a part of your journey because this podcast is all about you. It's about helping you achieve everything and anything in life that you want to accomplish. So let's get right into the expectations that you can have for the Goaltending Podcast. We'll have a few different kinds of episodes. There will be episodes like today that is a soapbox episode. It's just me talking about a specific topic pertaining to goaltending. So it could be the planning process. It could be motivation, uh, facing obstacles, uh, and overcoming the fear of failure. Then we'll have episodes where we bring in a special guest. It could be authors, entrepreneurs, business owners, educators, anyone who can really bring value to the conversation to where you're able to learn from their experiences, things that they've done either in their business, that they've done in life. They can share their story so that you're able to find relation points and what they've been through and what they've experienced and then apply it in your own journey. And then we'll have Q&A episodes. That's where we'll pull questions and comments uh, from our threads from the podcast, anything you all want to ask, whatever you have out there, ask questions about things you're struggling with, uh, things that you're struggling with when it comes to motivation, overcoming obstacles, reasons that you failed before, anything that you want to add to the conversation, please send, send me messages and comment in our threads. We'll gather all of that information and then we'll have specific episodes so that you're able to join the conversation. Now's the ask. In order for this to grow, in order for us to reach the most people we possibly can to help people, I need you to share this. Uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, share it with your friends, your family, co-workers, anybody who you think that this could be an impact to their lives. Anybody who you think would be able to benefit from applying the lessons that we talk about in this podcast. And if you know someone who you think might make a great guest, please, by all means, make a connection. Uh, send them my way, have them reach out, or just tell me something about them. Uh, allow me to learn a little bit about their story, and we'll see if it's a good fit to have them on uh, and, and be able to learn from them and have them share their story. Now let's get right into it. The first thing before we get into the five-step process is we need to get on the same page about what is goaltending. Now you've heard of goal setting before, I'm sure. People say you have to set goals, set high goals, uh, identify what it is that you want to go after. And yes, you do need to identify what your goal is, but that's only one small piece of the first step in the process. It's everything that follows identifying your goal that really determines if you're going to be successful in achieving it or not. And that's why we have five steps. That's why we help you when it comes to planning, when it comes to thinking about the obstacles you're going to face. The actual book definition of tending is caring for or looking after or giving one's attention to. So this was very deliberately named goal tending because we are here to care for our goals, to look after our goals, and to give attention to the goals and the things that we want to accomplish in life. 
this is so applicable to anything we do in life. You can apply this at work. You can apply this if you're in the military. You can apply this to your family life, to your health and fitness goals, to your financial goals. Having a goal has no boundary. So the five-step process is something that you can apply to any aspect of life. Anything that you're wanting to go after, achieve, and accomplish, it's here for all of it. So let's get right into the five-step model. The first step is identify your start and finish. Identify your start and finish. And the first piece of that is you have to identify your finish line. You need to know what it is that you're going after and be as specific as possible. You should very clearly be able to close your eyes and see what it is that you're going after. So get very clear about what your goal is. I want you to write it out and be as specific as possible. So if I'm thinking about retirement, just saying that I want to retire uh, by a certain age, let's say uh, I want to retire by age 60, that is not specific as I want to retire in Gulf Shores, Alabama at this location at a house on the beach with a beautiful balcony um, by the time I'm 60 years old. The more detail that you can add to this, the more clear you're able to be, the more that you're able to visualize what it is you're going after. And that's going to help big time when it comes to being motivated and staying motivated long term towards your goal. A next piece of that within step one is set the date. Now you're clear about what your goal is, what the finish line is. You need a specific date that you want to reach it by. And it's not to say that that date couldn't change later. Uh, things happen. You may have to reevaluate and adjust what the date is of the future. But we don't want to think about that right now. By setting a date and being deliberate on when we want to accomplish our goal by, we're able to prevent procrastination. Now we know we need to reach it by this point. This is when we want to get there. And that leaves less room for procrastination when we're specific about the day we want to achieve our goal by. Now you know what the finish line is and when you want to get there, where are you starting from? What's your starting line? So you need to know where you are right now in relation to your goal. So right now, if you're in your 20s or 30s and you're thinking about a goal for retirement, you have a very, very, very far way to go to your finish line but you know at least where you are right now. You can look at the things like, what do I have in my checking account? Uh, what do I already have in 401ks or retirement accounts? Do I have any assets? Look at the things that you have right now. And this goes to anything, like I said, that's a retirement example, but let's say you have a work goal or a health and fitness goal, whatever it is, you need to know where you are in relation to your goal so you can figure out how you're going to get there. The big, the final piece and the biggest piece to step one is identifying your why. And that's why it's so important to be clear when you're looking at your finish line on what you want to accomplish. Why do you want to accomplish it? And your why 
is going to determine whether you accomplish this goal or not. It has to be bigger than any obstacle, any excuse, anything that could possibly stand in your way so that when those things come about, your why is still there and you're able to lean on it for the motivation that you need and to overcome anything that might get in your way. So really think about why this is a goal of yours, why you want to accomplish it, why it matters so much to you. Write it down. If you can get a picture or something that helps you visualize it, something that makes you think about your why every single day so that you keep it in the back of your mind so that you're able to maintain motivation along the way to pursuing your goal. Step two, identify what you have to start with. So we, we are clear on what our goal is now, what our why is, the date we want to reach it by, and where we currently are, but what skills, knowledge, and resources do you already have? And knowing is half the battle. So using a, a, an example, have you ever seen the movie Hangover? Pretty popular movie. There's a, a group of guys who go on a journey to Las Vegas for a friend's bachelor party. So there's four guys. Once they get there, they go out, have a big night on the town, and ultimately they wake up the next day. The hotel room is in shambles. There's a baby in the closet. There's a tiger in the bathroom. And one of the four guys is missing, which is the guy that they're there to celebrate. So they wake up, and that's the beginning of the story, is they're lost. They don't know what happened the night before. They've forgotten everything. They can't find their friend. There's a baby in the closet, a tiger in the bathroom, and everything is insane. Very, very similar when you're starting out toward a goal. Things are not always in a perfect place when we're getting started, but we have to know where we are and what we have. So what do they do when they're, they realize that they lost their friend and now we need to find him? Let's look in our pockets. Let's check the thing. Let's take an inventory of what we currently have that maybe we can find something that we already have that can help us find our friend and figure out what happened last night. So your goal is exactly like that. You have to check your pockets. You have to do a personal inventory. Do you already have education that can be useful to you? Do you already have experiences that you'll be able to leverage do you have relationships that you'll be able to leverage? Do you have equipment or resources that you'll need? Identify those things, and it helps you to know now more about where you are and what you have so that you can get there. Now, step three, make a plan for progress. In making a plan for progress, this is where we really dive into the plan, the things that we need to write out. And the first piece of that is identify your obstacles. That is, uh, let's say you could be raising capital if you are starting a business or getting up to an alarm clock if you're wanting to get up early for uh, workouts, competing for a promotion at work or meeting a deadline if you have a big project at work. There's a ton of things that could be obstacles in whatever your journey is. So think about what potential obstacles you might face along the way. Now, if you've ever gone after this goal before and you failed, what got in your way? What stopped you? What was holding you back? That is an obstacle. Write it down. What else might come in the way? 
you have to think about anything that could possibly come up. It, and you don't know what you don't know. There could be unexpected obstacles that come up later. That's not what we're focused on. Focus on the things that you do know are going to come up most likely. If, if there's a high probability that you're going to face this along your journey, identify it, write it down, and once you've identified the obstacles you expect to face, how will you overcome them? So if I know that I want to get up and work out early in the morning, and in order to do that, I have to get up to my alarm. Now, I know I'm not a morning person. I know I want to hit the snooze button. If I know that's something I face, how am I going to get over hitting that snooze button? Instead of getting, how can I get past it so that I don't hit the snooze button, I do what I know I need to do? That's one example. This applies to anything. How are you going to overcome that obstacle? Now, we know what skills, resources, and knowledge we already have. And we just identified what our obstacles are and how we plan to overcome those obstacles. Do we have any shortcomings? What skills, knowledge, and resources do we still need to overcome those obstacles that we don't already have? Maybe there is more education that we need. Maybe there is other resources or assets or relationships or knowledge or experience that we need in order to overcome the obstacles that we're going to face. So once we identify those things, we can start to put our plan in place for how will we acquire the knowledge, skills, and resources that we know we're going to need to overcome those obstacles. So we have our obstacles in place, how we're going to overcome them. Now we know what we need to acquire when it comes to skills, knowledge, and resources that are going to help us overcome them to help us get to our goal. That's the plan. Now remember, this is all condensed. We could go so much further in depth. There's so much more to it. This is a condensed version to give you the basic knowledge and understanding so that we can use this as a foundation moving forward. On future episodes, we'll be able to reference these, go more in depth, get into stories that relate to specific points within these steps. But that's your plan. Now let's move into step four. Take consistent action. Taking daily action, being intentional, and planning your day in advance is a huge key to success. You should be taking action every single day, even if it's small. Even if it's five or ten minutes a day that you're applying towards your goal, it doesn't have to be huge. The reason that you need to take action every day is because it compounds over time. Let's say you only put five to ten minutes towards your goal today. Maybe it doesn't feel like a lot, but then you put another five or ten minutes toward it tomorrow and another five or ten minutes toward it the next day. Now that adds up. Ten minutes a day, seven days a week, that is 70 minutes a week, so you have an hour and 10 minutes towards your goal in one week. Now, when you extrapolate that to a month, to six months, to a year, to five years for a long-term goal, it really starts to add up. Anything worth having in life is worth taking action daily. So, have your plan in place the day before. When I wake up in the morning, 
I already have my purpose. I already know what I want to accomplish that day. And by entering the day, already knowing what I want to achieve, I'm able to come in it and take deliberate action. The next piece of taking consistent action is accountability. So you need to think about how will you hold yourself accountable to your daily actions, to the things that you know you need to do to accomplish your goal. Now, there's a program that I did that was put together by Andy Frisilla called 75 Hard. In 75 Hard, you have to do two 45-minute workouts a day. One of those workouts has to be outside. You have to read at least 10 pages of a professional development book a day. Drink a gallon of water per day. Pick a nutrition plan and stick to it with no cheat meals and no alcohol. And you have to take a progress picture every single day. Now, when you have that many things that you're applying to your life on top of your regular workload, now you still have work, you still have kids, you still have your friendships, your relationships, whatever it is, you still have everything else going on in life. And now you're adding all of this on top of it. How do you hold yourself accountable to accomplishing every single one of those? Now, part of that's remembering your why from the first step. But part of it is being able to have accountability for yourself. Can you hold yourself responsible? Now, if you, if you know that you struggle with self-accountability, find an accountability partner or join an accountability group of like-minded people that are pursuing a similar type of goal. Get people around you who can help with accountability. It's, it doesn't have to all be on you, especially if you know you struggle in that department or you lack some, uh, some of the discipline necessary for yourself to just hold yourself accountable with no one else. It helps to have people around you like-minded or that just care about you and know what your goal is and will reach out to you and ask, hey, did you do this today? Or are you staying on top of it? Or just doing a check-in maybe once a week and saying, you know, how did you do toward progress toward your goal this week? By identifying that, you now know what you're doing daily and you have yourself and the people in place that you need in order to stay accountable to the actions that you need to take. Within step four, the next piece is visualization. That is, the plan that you're writing out right now, you want to hang that up somewhere that you're going to see every day where you can reference that goal. Or create a vision board that has motivational quotes or pictures or anything that's going to remind you of your goal that you see every day. You could do active visualization where you actually just close your eyes and you picture overcoming the obstacles you know you're going to face, where you picture actually accomplishing and achieving the goal that you're setting out for. Whatever it is, visualize it in order to help you maintain motivation along the way. Hanging up pictures in areas that you look at frequently it is a, a great and useful way to visualize, to be able to get to what you want to accomplish. Now, step five is our last step. That is where we review and refine our plan. Things change constantly. Life throws curveballs. As we write our plan today, something could happen tomorrow that 
we could not have foreseen that completely throws a wrench in what we thought we were going to do. That doesn't mean you stop pursuing your goal. It just means that you reevaluate. Okay, now, based on the current set of circumstances, now, how am I going to accomplish my goal? We go back and we revisit. Okay, are there new obstacles that we need to plan for and how are we going to overcome those? Are there new skills, knowledge, and resources we're going to need and how are we going to acquire those? Uh, figure out what it is based on the changes that are occurring in your environment and adjust as you need to. How often will you check in on your progress? You need to be deliberate about this. And checking in frequently is better than once a month or once a, a quarter. It needs to be frequent, maybe something like once a week. Because think of it like this. If you are uh, on a cross-country road trip and you take a wrong turn, the further that you go off course before you realize that you've gotten off course, the further out of your way and the harder it's going to be to get back to where you need to go. So by evaluating weekly, we can identify rather quickly if we've gotten off track so that we can readjust, realign, and get things back before we've gone too far and it becomes even, even more difficult to course correct. You don't know what you don't know. So be prepared to respond to unexpected setbacks and adjust as needed. We don't know what life's going to throw at us. Life is not promised. It's not promised today. It's not promised tomorrow. We could lose a family member. We could lose a job. We could have a significant life event that changes everything. We have to be adaptable. We have to be flexible. We have to be able to overcome whatever life throws at us. It doesn't mean we stop pursuing our goal if something gets in the way or something unexpected happens. So understand that it could happen, anything that gets in your way or that slows you up. And when it does, reevaluate, review, and refine the plan. There's nothing wrong with going back through the steps, revisiting step two, revisiting step three, revisiting step four in the daily actions you want to take. Revisit as much as you need to throughout the process, but have your check-ins, figure out what's going on, adjust as needed, and keep going after your goal. Now we have our plan in place. We've got the five-step process down. That is our base foundation of what we need to know and how we need to plan in order to accomplish our goals. Now here are some keys to success. The first one. Have a win or learn mentality. You do not lose unless you quit. So if you hit an obstacle, if you hit a snag, if you hit a setback, something that takes you off course, something that hurts you, something that makes you want to go further no more, face it. Don't quit. Don't give up. Give it another day. Look at what happened. Learn everything that you can from it. Everything from that failure or a loss or a setback. Learn everything that you can from it and move forward with new information. Then you can go back to step five and review and refine your plan based on the new knowledge and information you have. So although it seems like a failure, it's not. 
It's a learning opportunity. And if you can change your mentality to view it that way, that will be a huge key to accomplishing anything you go after in life. Next is words and thoughts matter. Now, I will go into this more in depth in future episodes, but what I mean by that, what do you say to yourself when you make a mistake? So if I set my alarm clock uh, to get up early in the morning to work out and I end up hitting snooze or end up turning it off and not getting up, what do I say to myself after that? After that setback, that's a setback for that day. I didn't accomplish my daily task. I could approach it and say, well, you're lazy. You're lazy. You hit your alarm. You didn't get up like you knew you were. You're just lazy. Well, lazy applies to a lot of things in life. And if I give myself that title, I might start to actually think that I'm lazy. That could carry over into the work that I do that could carry over into so many other things I shouldn't be in my mind saying I'm lazy because I'm not no what happened this morning is either I gave into my excuses I have to accept responsibility for whatever it was I have to learn from whatever it was And not say negative things to myself. Because if you put that into your head, it will it will manifest. It will hold you back. You are sowing seeds of negativity when you say negative things to yourself. Speak positive. Believe in you. And by thinking and speaking positive things to and about yourself. You can turn around the way that you think you can build that self-confidence. You can give yourself the motivation that you need to keep going after it. Now, the next step is trust and confidence is the next piece and keys to success. If I tell you I'm going to do something, what happens if I don't do it? What perception does that give you of me? What do you think about me? So I say I'm going to show up. I don't. I lose your trust, most likely. You now, in the future, don't have confidence that I'm going to show up when I say I'm going to show up. Now, what happens when you don't show up for you? If you tell yourself you're going to do something, do it. If I set that alarm early, I set it early for a reason. There is no reason to hit snooze. There is no reason to not get up. I had a reason. I'm following through with what I said I'm going to do for nobody else but me. Because when I start to break those promises to myself, it impacts. It impacts your confidence. It impacts your self-esteem. It impacts those things that you think about yourself where your words and thoughts matter. So follow through. Don't betray your own trust and confidence in yourself. That's the five-step process. I sincerely want to thank you all again. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you again for allowing me to join you. 
in your journey, I'll leave you with this. There is no magic formula, and you are the key to success. If you'll commit to stepping outside of your comfort zone, you can significantly change your life and accomplish any goal you set out to achieve. It won't be easy, but nothing in life worth having is. That's our time for today. But thanks again for tuning in. And if you enjoyed today's episode, the highest compliment you could possibly give is to share it with others. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers, let's change somebody's life. They can implement this information and sincerely make an impact in where they want to be. Join the conversation by commenting with your thoughts and questions. Tell your friends and family, and let's grow together.